keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. And this is the show where we keep you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. On today's show, we have with us Alisa Meredith, and we're going to be talking about Pinterest's new marketing tools and products and what could be ahead on the product roadmap. Uh, by the way, this show is brought to you by my friends over at Ecamm. If you are on a Mac, you need to check out Ecamm for your live streaming needs. You can have animated backgrounds. You could bring up cool user comments like I did it before the show started. Lower thirds. If you can dream it, Ecamm can make it happen. So make sure to check them out at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. That's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. That's E-C-A-M-M. Now, before we introduce our fabulous guest, let me introduce the amazing Grace Duffy. Grace, tell us a little about yourself and what you do. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. Thank you so much. I'm Grace Duffy. And when I am not producing and co-hosting the show with Jeff, I'm the virtual events manager at Restream. So in addition to the Ecamm, we are also going live to multiple online destinations with the power of Restream. It's a browser-based live streaming platform that lets you go to up to 30 online destinations. So people always ask us, how are you doing this? How are you getting it everywhere? How are you on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Amazon Live, right? So uh, that's how we do it. We use Restream. It's everything you need to be successful right in your browser. So you can find out more about that from socialmedianewslive.com slash Restream, social media use social media news live.com slash restream r-e-s-t-r-e-a-m awesome so i want to introduce our, our awesome guest today we have elisa meredith with us if you don't know elisa she is a pinterest product specialist and marketing manager at tailwind she's a well-known speaker and expert on Pinterest marketing and Pinterest ads. She's run a digital agency since 2005, which now primarily focuses on Pinterest ads. She's also my partner in crime on Tailwind's Marketing Unleashed show. Alisa, welcome to the show. Good morning, Jeff and Grace. Yes, this is going to be fun. So it's fun that I get to interview you today. So um, um, first of all, for people who do not know what Tailwind is, what is it and what do you do there? Uh, Tailwind helps you create and schedule content. So um, on Pinterest and Instagram. And what I do there is help to develop, especially Tailwind Create, which is a product that allows you to create beautiful pin images in no time at all, and then schedule them right out, as well as uh, making sure everyone learns about that product. <laughs> so I get to do I get to do all the fun stuff. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. So tell uh, me we about have an the extra show. guest. So, oh, uh, well, yeah. now who is this? Who, what's this one's name? This, this, this is Snowfy. Um, she's the tr- a squirrel chaser. So we'll see. That's right. One time we were doing a show, Grace, at, in the middle of the show. On you see the window behind um, Alisa. It was open, and the cat just went and jumped and stuck on it after a squirrel. And it was so. <laughs> my daughter still talks about that to this day. So, anyway, important important fact. That is an important fact, but tell me about this show that you have with Jeff. Like what kind of things do you cover and, and where can we find it? 
You can find it on Tailwind's Facebook page, and it goes live on YouTube and on LinkedIn and on Periscope. I had no idea there were 30 different places you could go live, Grace, until you said that. So uh, I don't know. Maybe we should go live in more places, but we're basically everywhere, and it's every other Thursday at 2 Eastern. And right now, we are mostly talking about Pinterest. Yeah. It's great fun though. With the audience over there is very engaged and they help each other out in the comments. It is kind of the most fun I have. Yeah. And in fact, we have a lot of those people because we are broadcasting onto that channel as well. So hello, all the faithful uh, Tailwind watchers. We appreciate you guys watching today. So Grace, let's break down this first piece of news that we have for um, our show today. Um, This new tool, these new tools that Pinterest is, is talking about. Yeah, so Pinterest hosted a marketing and advertising summit last Wednesday, I believe it was August 3rd. So like the rest of us, it was a virtual event and it was the first time Pinterest has ever done this apparently. So they gave attendees an exclusive look at several new ad products and ad tools and marketing products. And the first of this is called Pinterest Premiere. It's a new video ad mm-hmm. solution that apparently enables advertisers to engage with their audience and scale thanks to an exclusive video placement. Alisa, tell us, where can we spot these placements and what makes these particular ad placements stand out as opposed to all of the other Pinterest ad placements that they currently offer? Yeah, so, you know, I, I will have to say that um, the information you can find on this in in the press releases and such is not very comprehensive. So I I fortunately have a Pinterest ad rep and messaged her and said, um, "Can you tell me more, please?" So I got the I got the whole rundown for you, Grace. I got it. Cool. So cool. yeah, with Pinterest Premiere, they're going to be shown in the home feed, and it's an exclusive placement. So that means you're not going to be competing with other video ads there, which of course means it's going to cost a lot more. So I don't have details on the cost, but it is going to be uh, it's going to depend on your package and the target audience. So the different packages are based on duration. So you could have a one day or you could have a two week or a four week engagement. Um, The one day is like, you're the only thing they're gonna see basically in the home feed. Um, I mean, there'll be other pins, but you get major exposure on that one day. And the two and four week, you get 30% share of that particular category and demographic. So the big advantage I see is that when you run a Pinterest ad, it can take a little time to kind of ramp up uh, and, and really start to work. So I have tried ads for very short-term promotions and they just don't work. Mm. <laughs> they, they have not worked for me. Even with, there's an option called accelerated spending that will like try to get it out for you more, but it just it just didn't work for me. So having this kind of dedicated, like this is the, my day, I want everyone to see this video on this one day could be really, really valuable. It's not something you can do through the self-service dashboard though. It's gonna be fully managed via Pinterest. So you wanna plan far ahead and work with a Pinterest mm-hmm. ad rep. So we do have, um, I do have a link you can use to get your own Pinterest ad rep. And that is a bit.ly link. Uh, it's a bit.ly link we used in our show last week, Jeff. I think it's Pinterest ad, ad expert. Pinterest ad expert should right. take you to a form where you can, um, you can get on an an ad rep assigned to you. Um, But what I think is really interesting is what they're telling us to to do, like how to build the video Mm -hmm. um, is telling for what should work uh, in other video ad placements, which is um, preferred length is 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. 
but you can go up to mm. 30. Well, so, what like, what mean? is that telling us? <laughs> That's a big like, barrier there. Uh, yeah, I mean, in regular video ads, you can go longer, but I think this is really clearly telling us that the short ads are going to work more. Like, if you're going to spend that much money, you ought to go with these recommendations and probably keep it 15 seconds. Um, 240 PPI resolution, under 2 gigabytes in size. Uh, you can do square, you can do like the max width, with his, which is going to be even more money, or you can do the standard. Uh, and then the reporting is going to be provided by Pinterest as well. So it's something you don't, you can't do like on a whim, you're going to have to plan it out, but it seems like it could be really powerful. Interesting. So the things that I heard you say in that is number one, plan ahead, um, because you can't just go and, you know, set up an ad by yourself and two you have to have a pinterest ad rep and work with you know send them the creatives they're going to help set up the campaign all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff um so yeah. that's really interesting and and i want there's some more news that social media today in its reporting it notes that pinterest premiere comes with a hefty price tag so um <laughs> I mean, you talked about there's there's that certain ad that you can do with video ads where it's the full width. Those are pricey. Mm -hmm. um, do yep. you have any idea what these new ad placements will cost? And do you think they'll be worth the cost in your opinion? I do not know. Um, even my ad rep doesn't have, there's no real answer because it is based on what you choose, whether it's one day, two week, four week, and what your, <clears throat> excuse me, your target audience is. So, and I imagine too, like these spots are going to sell out. <clears throat> so another reason to plan ahead. Uh, but do I think it could be worth it? Yeah, I do. Especially like if you're a crate and barrel or something and you have like this one day sale, absolutely, I would go for it. If you're me <laughs> or, or someone without a massive uh, business, maybe not, but I, you never know. I, I suggest getting an ad rep and talking about what your options are. They can be really helpful. And by the way, that, um, that, which you mentioned that we'll put that link down below in the comment section of all the places we're at, because you can get that, uh, a, a free consult with a ad rep is what is it? A 30 minute call mm -hmm. with them. And with that link that you Something like that, what, yeah. can you say that link one more time for the podcast? It's a bit.ly slash Pinterest ad expert. Okay. So Pinterest ad expert, bit.ly forward slash Pinterest ad expert. And that way you can yeah. get, go ahead. Well, and I, I just want to say, like, as far as video goes, um, at Tailwind, we are experimenting a bit more with video, and we are finding that they are tremendously impactful, have really high click-through rate. Um, and Pinterest is saying in these uh, releases about Premiere that the video ads have a 3x higher view rate than other social platforms. So it, it really can be very effective. I think because there is less video on Pinterest than other places too, it's probably more effective. Um, and they they influence what people buy, right? So yeah. people who, who, yeah. So they actually do things, right? So they're discovering new ideas, learning new skills, they're taking action. Um, and that's something that we learned in a, a recent data study at Tailwind too, like looking at the pins that went out in January, 2021, um, that got more than 5,000 saves on the platform in that month alone, we found that 30% of the ones we've analyzed so far were video pins. So video pins are doing amazingly well. We noticed a lot of repurposed TikTok videos. Um, mm. They're almost all like how to step-by-step, -step, like really walking somebody through how to do something. Mm. 
So Alisa, we have two, uh, we have two questions in the comments. So one of them is from okay. Lydia Bruno and she says, going back to the price of these premier ad, uh, premier ad placements, will there be an intro price? I have not seen anything about that. I kind of doubt it because they are so exclusive. It's probably going to be real pricey. We're prob probably talking <laughs> like Lexus car uh, manufacturer <laughs> pricey, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is a, a Kenneth who is you know, says hello to Jeff, by the way. He says he does military, veterans, and college sports and business. That's his audience. Is that a fit for Pinterest? He is of the impression that Pinterest is about shopping and retail. And, um, you know, so I think that's a general impression that a lot of people have. And we'll get more into that, uh, the changing demographics later. But that's more of a general question. So what are your thoughts on that, Elisa? So I think anytime you can present your idea, your service, or your your solution in a way that inspires people and helps them believe that they can have a better life or be a better version of themselves, that belongs on Pinterest. So yeah, there's shopping, there's retail, but there's a lot of uh, how do I learn how to do this? Or how can I get better at this? Um, or how can I plan for this? So if, I mean, there are very few industries that I think aren't going to do well on Pinterest. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So, and also uh, we're going to talk about the demographics. So hang in there, uh, Kenneth, because we're going to talk about that in a, in a little bit later uh, section of the show. But Grace, you had another really, before we kind of go to the next section, I want to let you have a chance to tell that, uh, for that other thing from social media today, that uh, kind of data that they had, they had reported. Oh yeah. So as I was digging through all the research for this uh, for this segment, uh, Social Media Today reported that video content saw a big rise among pinners mm -hmm. in 2020. Not surprising, video in general saw a huge rise in 2020, of course. But they are now facilitating close to one billion video views a day. And I don't want to sleep on this, 1 billion video views a day. Uh, wow. Within their own research, they said that uh, pinner, uh, Pinterest users are 2.6 times more likely to make a purchase after viewing branded content on the platform, which is, again, not surprising because people do tend to go to Pinterest when they're looking for a specific solution thing. You know, um, yeah. so there is a strong case that making a video yeah. investment into Pinterest, this is the best time to do it. And Pinterest is a key platform for focusing your digital marketing efforts. So tell us more mm -hmm. about the other opportunities to upload and leverage video on Pinterest. I know that you've got lots to say about this because we're, we got into it in the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. So you can absolutely create videos that you don't have to promote and they can do really well. So uh, at Tailwind, we're trying that with uh, wave.video, which we talked about on the, the Tailwind show a few weeks ago. It's really easy to make videos. They're very engaging and they're doing really well even when they're not promoted. Um, the click-through rate is good and which also can bring your ad costs down. And we are finding we can get impressions and clicks at a really low cost on those. So we're kind of using them to promote um, key features or blog posts we really want to get people to. Um, and, and like I said, like those videos that, that we're seeing get a lot of shares are videos that actually teach something. It's not just um, like an, an automated or an element that kind of flies through and catches attention. It's really there's some substance there that requires a video. So that's what, kind of what we're finding. 
Interesting. Sophia, uh, Sophia in Switzerland uh, has a question. She says, I live in Switzerland and I'm not sure if it's a European thing, but the videos don't click through on the site. Uh, but to the profile. So you would go to their Pinterest profile. Um, I don't think this is the case in the US, but is there a reason why this might be happening in, in Europe? So I, I, let's talk about this because I think there's a confusion of, we're talking about video promoted pins and then we're talking about regular okay. pins and then also mm -hmm. stories, which is, those are the kind of the right, right. three different places video shows up now on Pinterest. So can you kind of break those down for us, Elisa? Yeah, so with video promoted pins, people getting to your site is is super easy, right? Because that's what they're what they're what you're paying for. Mm -hmm. um, with non promoted, what you're going to see is um, like I'm looking on mobile, and you have to hit the three little dots to the right of the save button in order to get to visit site. So you know that's a little barrier to people clicking on your site. Uh, you can include instructions on that in your description. So say click there to you know or on desktop it will have your website link above your follow like your uh, profile information but it is a little bit harder to spot if you're if you're new to pinterest so that's uh you're promoted super easy to get to your site organic a little bit harder um with story pins, a lot of times, and Pinterest recommends that you have your first frame be a video. So it might kind of look the same on on your on your phone or on your desktop, but there's a video first, and there there isn't a link there, and that one will only go to your profile. Awesome. So um, the second update I want to talk about real quick from uh, Pinterest presents, and we have some questions we'll bring up after this. Uh, Pinterest announced that its interactive Pinterest trends and conversion insights tool now will offer more specific and actionable insights into engagement behaviors across the platform. So yeah. what is this trends tool and where do, where do where are the updates to it? Because we I know you and I have talked a lot about the trends tool on our show before. Mm -hmm. So is this like trend the trends tool on steroids? What is this that we're talking about? So I do not have the new version. I, do, I think it's just coming up soon. So right now, uh, trends.pinterest.com is will show you for the US, the UK, and Canada which which topics are trending right now in search. It is amazingly powerful. You can get great insights on what you should be posting about and when. You can look at yearly trends. Um, it's just a really great tool. But what it sounds like they're planning to do is to work in uh, ways that you can kind of filter by your own audience. So we're going to talk about in a little bit, but the, the makeup, especially the age of the average pinner is changing, getting much younger. So if you look at the, the Pinterest predicts.com, that's, um, that's where Pinterest is saying, okay, these things are not trending yet, but they're going to trend. They have given you an option to be able to filter those by generation. So you can do Gen Z, um, you can do millennials, Gen X and boomers. Um, so what I, what I hear, what I heard, I think, is that you're going to be able to do something similar with trends. So if you know your audience is 18 to 24, you can look at that Gen Z range and see specifically what they are looking for. Awesome. So that is going to be a very, very cool tool. Very cool. Uh, I think that's yeah. going to be awesome to do. So uh, we do have some questions that I want to bring up. And I know we've talked about, you and I have talked about this before. Um, and I just, oh, there it is. So uh, Theodora says, can, can I upload my TikTok videos to Pinterest? If yes, yeah. how can I please? So <laughs> yeah, we've talked about should. this a lot. There's a lot of TikTok videos on Pinterest 
And the interesting thing is, is uh, we've broken in the show before. We've talked about the news where, you know, Instagram says they're going to start de-emphasizing them. And some of the other networks are saying, hey, you know, if we see that logo, we're going to kind of push it down the reach. Pinterest hasn't said anything like that. And I think they like having TikTok videos on there. That's my personal opinion. But what are your thoughts, Lisa? I mean, I think it's pretty clear that users like it. And that's typically, you know, what, what Pinterest is concerned about is making a good experience on the platform. Um, so like I said, when we looked at those pins that had 5,000 or more saves in January 2021, and they were created in January 2021, 30% of those were video and a great number of those were actually TikTok videos. Uh, so yeah, I think they can work. I don't, I don't think like the dance challenge videos are going to work, but if you have a how to, we saw a lot of, a lot of exercise kind of how to's, we saw a lot of craft videos. Um, so if that's what you're already creating, absolutely like download it from TikTok when you create it and then just upload it to Pinterest or schedule it via tailwind and it, it can really work. Awesome. Awesome. So, so another question, and I, and I, I, and I, I want to cover this because we get this question all the time and I want to talk about this because we mentioned Tailwind at the beginning of the show, which is your company you work for. And this is the a question. I know a lot of people have this. I heard that Pinterest doesn't like any more rotation of pins like Tailwind does. Is that true? Or should we change settings? So Tailwinds doesn't do this. So talk about this because number one, I wanted to just kind of and yes, I do their show, but I, I'm not employed by the company. <laughs> so like I'm, I was, a, what is that? The hair club for men. You know, I was a, a member before I was the president. Um, so the, that, you know, they work, they're, they're, they're official partners with Pinterest. They have, you know, they have to go through all these hoops and jump through all this stuff to be able to be an official partner. And so if it does not work, if it was like her, hard, her, hurting the end users, it would not be a good thing. They would not their partner to do that. So that being said, what is your answer, Lisa, to this? Because I know <laughs> you get a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. And that is absolutely true. Um, but we know things are changing. Um, you know, Tailwind is a tool. We try to guide you to best practices, but ultimately it's your choice as to how you use it. But we can say that when we looked at the pins that w went out via Tailwind in January, 2021, that new pin create or that first time a pin went out um, received three times as many repins as as sending out your pin again. So that tells us that there's a lot more value that very first time that you share a pin. Does that mean that there's no value that second or third time you share your pin? No, it just means that there's more that very first time, um, which is why uh, kind of, you know, Tailwind Create is pretty amazing. So mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a way to create really beautiful pins in very little time. Uh, and we found that when you share out a pin made with Tailwind Create, you can get 373%, just not a round number, <laughs> um, more, more saves when you share a Tailwind Create image than if you're just resharing old images. Um, so. I've been trying this um, at Tailwind and Jeff works with us on our organic organic Pinterest as well. And he's making some too. And even though we have these amazing designers whose celebrity name is Christine, um, at, at Tailwind, the Tailwind Create pins that we're sending out are doing so much better than our like beautiful professional branded pins that it's kind of embarrassing. Um, and it's not because it's not because they're like objectively better. It's I think it's because they're different. 
Right. And having that variety out there gives you more opportunity to reach a different kind of person. We're also testing out putting different headlines on pins for the same article. So one article may have many different topics in it, and it may have something that would appeal to one audience and show up in one search that wouldn't work for somebody else. So trying to get more out of your content and and help people find what you have to offer a little bit more is kind of where Create really shines, Tell and Create shines. Awesome. And by the way, I want to let you guys know that it, you know, there has been no, and Pinterest has even gone out of its way to say that using a third party tool like Tailwind, that's an official partner, has no issue or no, uh, you know, yeah, it makes no difference. Makes no difference. Doesn't hurt reach. And in fact, if you guys would like to, you know, check out Tailwind, you can always go to socialmedia.newslive.com forward slash Tailwind and check it out. Um, so it's it's an amazing tool. I've been using it for years since I started Pinterest, and I love it. And I see a lot of you in the comments do as well. So that's exciting. So we have a question from Alex about what qualifies as a video going back to our, our, our topic on video. He says, when you only animate the text of a pin, is that considered a video on Pinterest in the Pinterest algorithm? And how do they know the difference between you're just animating the text versus an actual video that you produced and created and edited and put on there as a video? Does it make a difference? Yeah. yeah. So a video is a video is a video, right? So if you're uploading an MP4 or an MOV, that's a video file. Um, but I think the more important question is what kind of video files, what kind of videos work? So is it that one where you just have like the text floating in? Does, does that work as well as actually taking the time to create something that teaches somebody something? No, uh, it might get a little bit more attention in the feed because it's moving. You know, if your video happens to be the one that's animated at that time, but uh, it's not going to do as well as something that is actually like the video part of it adds value that you couldn't get from just regular text, which is not the case with just like fly in text. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Flying so, toasters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're showing our age. If you remember that screensaver, folks. Um, so Irene <laughs> asked this question. Do we need to pin directly to Pinterest but first before we schedule the pin through Tailwind? So that's a, a good question for somebody who may not be familiar with it. Nope. Absolutely not. Very cool. So um, last question. So Sally, who I love Sally How, so I got to bring it up. Sally because All right. She's a friend of ours. Uh, she says, can, and she does amazing jewelry. If you want to check out her, she's from the uh, the UK. So, but she asked the question, can you talk about repinning pins, please? When you create a pin, that's, it's a fresh pin. How long should you mm -hmm. leave before pinning to other boards? How many times can an image be pinned? Or are we just better just creating new pins? So this has been things, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are watching in different Pinterest uh, groups. A lot of stuff has been going on about like, what's how much is a repin, when it's a pin, all that stuff. So can you answer that really briefly? Yes, I think so. <laughs> so she is right about the definition of repinning or, or Pinterest now calls that a save. So a repin is now a save. Um, you can repin. Um, but ultimately, the, the last part of that question, are you better off just creating a new image? Yeah, you are. Like, especially if we're thinking about pinning to different boards, you could just save that same pin to a different board to give it a little bit more context. Um, but you do want to leave some time in between. So I don't know, maybe a week or two weeks, depending on what you're pinning in between might be okay. Uh, don't, I don't have any magic numbers for you. And this is just kind of what I do. Um, but yes, like you will get some saves on that second or third time that you share to a different board, but you will almost always get more if you create a new image. 
So if you're saving to your social media board first, and then you're, you're sharing to your Instagram board second, you'll do a lot better if you create a new image that really focuses on the Instagram part of that content and uses that keyword throughout. Awesome. Awesome. Alrighty. So great. You guys are asking some great questions. We really appreciate all that you're uh, doing for us and, and we'll try to get to more of those uh, later on in the show, but we do have some great, uh, we've been teasing it. We have some demographic stuff. So Grace is going to share that with us. This is an insight directly from the Pinterest news site, and it's about its marketing. And, you know, again, at this marketing and advertising summit that they did last week, they revealed that usage among Gen Z and male pinners has increased by 40% this past year. I can test, attest to that personally. My children and my husband both discovered Pinterest this year, even though I've been talking about it for years, and they absolutely love it, right? So, um, it's it's been it that's how they talk they're like did you see my pin board it's on the pin board <laughs> like, okay <laughs> settle down right uh so can you give us some insights into the changing demographic of pinterest and how yeah. we might have seen the content shifting in order to um incorporate more of these more i mean the this bigger audience and this expansive audience yes but first i want to ask you what are your husband and children saving Oh, my daughter wants to redo her room because she's at that age where her room is not cool and anything mm -hmm. I suggest is not cool. And mm -hmm. um, so she's been pinning that. And I don't know what my husband pins. Like, I don't, <laughs> like you I don't know. listen to me for all those years. I'm not looking at your pin board. I don't, I don't want to look at your board. And my son is really into like engineering and um, technology and all sorts of like uh, you know, and so he, like, he likes a lot of like those, those hacky videos or whatever, uh, hacky, uh, pins and stuff. So that's what they're pinning. <laughs> wow. That's really cool. Okay. So I, you know, I noticed this several months back when I was creating a webinar for which I needed a screen of audience insights. I wanted to, to show like who's on Pinterest and the, the shift in the age groups from, you know, like 30 somethings and up to that 18 to 24 and 24 to whatever the next one is. Um, it was like, it totally flip flopped. And I thought, I don't like, can this be right? Like, it, it just did not seem right to me. So I was really, really glad to, to hear Pinterest say that in their event that yeah, Gen Z male pinners have increased 40% in the last year. That's, that's, that's like life changing <laughs> for a platform yeah. to have that happen. Yeah. So what I've noticed in looking at looking at that Pinterest predicts uh, page that we talked about, mm -hmm. uh, and it's just PinterestPredicts.com and filtering it by that youngest group. So the Gen Z that they have on there looking at what are they looking for? They're looking for things like um, digital decor, which is like phone and laptop um, like skins and wallpapers and all that stuff. They're looking for DIY personalized fashion. They're looking for like bright vibey colors. I'm noticing like the the early '90s fluorescent thing coming back. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot about like makeup and um, planning celebrations. So that is kind of what what that group is looking for. Which is really interesting that you can kind of filter by what people want. 
Well, and I should also note that my children, after listening to me talk about social media and social media marketing and all this for so many years, they've largely shunned all other social media. So they use Pinterest as a way to get ideas and bypass some of the other stuff. So that's how they've yeah. been. I, I think that's kind of like their thought process behind using it and not listening to me for all those years, but whatever. Not but that's a bonus though. That's just a bonus, Grace. But I think yeah. the reason a lot of people love Pinterest is because it isn't very social at this point, right? It's it's a place you can just go and, and be yourself and kind of plan for yourself rather than having to project an image or comparing yourself to someone else. Is yeah. There's like no fighting, no politics, no fake news. There, it's just it's a happy place, and I'm glad that yeah. that more people are finding it. So can well, we circle? I, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. What you're gonna say? Oh no, I was just gonna say like I really hope my husband's pinning stuff for the house reno I want. So let's let's hope he's pinning that. So <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that's it. <laughs> so so can we talk a little bit about um, the forty percent mail? Because that's I've been so I started Manly Pinterest way back in the day that's what i started with and so um but they've always been saying like it's the fastest growing demographic ever since i've been on and you know so what's the what's the i mean because it grows every year you know i remember when i would yeah. use the stat like there's more subscribers to pinterest than there are gq and sports illustrated you know and all this stuff and now mm -hmm. it's like the 40 percent of what is it gen z or is it just yeah it just says male pinners is 40 percent. Mm -hmm. so it's like going up every year so when is it going to stop being so important <laughs> i mean is it because it still has that stigma of being just for the ladies you know and or that kind of thing so and it's mostly the yeah. u.s in the in the european countries there's right. not that big thing so why do you think exactly they keep right. highlighting this this stat um I, I think it's partially about the content like like Grace was saying, her son likes to see like hacks, like electronic stuff. And I, I'm not really sure, like looking at the, the gender distribution on Pinterest right now, it's still 70% female. That's what they're reporting. Mm -hmm. So it's growing. But I mean, if you have a platform that's that lopsided, that I think that they want, they want, I mean, they want more people to discover it, right? Yeah. We yeah. want more people to discover it. There's a lot there for everybody. And, and the thing is, there's tons of there's tons of male Pinterest content on there. I mean, I've never had a struggle like I can't I find what I'm looking for. I mean, like the men's fashion thing. Or the people, there's yeah. a ton on there for men. Yeah. And, and the men um, uh, like shops and I mean, the e-commerce side of Pinterest is huge over there. So there's a huge yeah. opportunity for people. So anyway, and I think we know, like, generally speaking, um, you know, moms especially have a lot of the buying power, but it doesn't mean that guys aren't also shopping yeah we have to ask first but we still can i have the, the credit card yeah so uh let's go for this last this last update so this at the last update pinterest is rolling out its conversion insights more broadly yeah. so it's enabling advertisers to view both promoted and organic pin metrics in a single report so can you tell us what oh, type man, of data no is now available <laughs> and why does this matter for like who cares why is this important why this matters i love this okay so pinterest analytics are incredible they give you tremendous insight into what is working and why but if you are advertising on pinterest if you had just one report that's all of your content that would be very hard to deal with because you need to separate it out what am i paying for versus what am i earning so now you can separate it out and um i love this they've also um changed the way that they're defining certain metrics so that if you're advertising and you're looking at okay i'm paying for outbound pin and clicks 
Now you go over to your analytics, you're going to see outbound pin clicks means the same for organic as it does for, for paid. And it's just a really easy way to compare, like, what are my efforts getting me? And it is just, um, it's really powerful. If you haven't been in there, take a, a few minutes and poke around. Now by default, you're gonna see the impact of your content by default. So you're only gonna see um, impressions, uh, outbound clicks, pin clicks on content that comes from your site. Now that might be pinned by somebody else or saved by somebody else, but it's only for like your content, which is what matters. So it could be your website content, your Etsy, your Instagram, your YouTube content, but it's all yours. You can still see that other stuff. So if I'm pinning some of, of Jeff's content, I might wanna see like, how is that going? I can, I can see that, but by default, it's really about you and your content, which is what really matters. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to bring up some comments from people because we were talking about like we, we Grace shared what how she was using Pinterest and how her family was. So uh, our friend Sally says, um, yes, it's a place for escapism and planning and dreaming. And yes. um, let's see. Uh, let's. Um, uh, so I am Jason says I go for hacks outdoor and cars. See, there's all sorts of men stuff on Some Pinterest. Guys, and so, it and out. Sophia yeah. goes. Well, my 17 year old also pins bedroom inspiration fashion. So Grace, you're you're not alone in that. So uh, other, <laughs> other kids are. In I know my daughter uses it all the time too. So yeah, I mean that's that's how they. And my son's also a Boy Scout, and so he like he will pin knives. like outdoor stuff, like survival stuff, knives. Yeah, you know, I had to tell him like, please don't pin knives at school. I don't need any more emails. There's a amazing. So. <laughs> there's amazing how to survive the zombie apocalypse uh, account that's yeah. really really good. It has all that. Stuff oh, how fun! Yeah, so. yeah, and I don't. I think we kind of have to mention too the impact of the, the pandemic on on these yeah. shifts, right? So. Um, all of us really are looking to make our home a, a nicer place to be because we're here so much, or we might have a little bit extra time, I guess, depending on who you are, uh, to learn a new hobby or try something that we haven't had time to do before. So that all of that is bringing interest to a platform that empowers people to do that, which I think is fantastic. And I'm glad, like if, if it's breaking down some of that stigma that Pinterest is for women, awesome. Like there's right. something on there for everybody. Yeah, totally agree. So Grace, let's talk about this new, uh, this new, uh, little feature that Pinterest is launching. Well, yeah, it was in early February, actually, Pinterest launched this new iOS widget called interests, and it highlights new pins that users have chosen, um, excuse me, they've chosen a certain topic focus. And so it highlights pins within those topics. And they include things like beauty, home decor, food, men and women's fashions, and quotes. So I suppose inspirational quotes, as Pinterest explained, this new widget on iOS interests is where pinners can choose their top interests and get fresh content served to them daily right on their home screen. So I am an iOS user. I don't know. I don't have access to this. So I was wondering if people are iOS users still super excited about widgets? Is this, is this, are you excited about this, Elisa? I mean, I, the only widgets I have on my phone came on my phone. So it's not really something on my radar. So when, when you shared this with me, I was like, Oh yeah, I heard something about that, but I really didn't pay attention to it. So I went and installed it and it's huge. Oh, it yeah, takes up yeah. the space of four. That's what a widget does. Yeah. Icons. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, it, for me, it was based on a board. Like that was my only option was to base it on, 
on one of my boards. So I based it on, I think like acrylic painting or something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's pulling up some cool stuff. I've, I'm happy to see something pretty on my, on my home screen. Yeah. So it's probably going to get me into Pinterest you. more. Yeah. So is it showcasing you stuff that you've already saved and it's just showing it to you again, or is it taking inspiration from the things you've saved and showing you things that are similar to it? You know, right now, what it's showing me is what I've saved, which I, okay. I would like to think it would expand out from there and share like more, like obviously you can kind of scroll down and see more like this underneath it, but I would love to see in my widget more like that, like not something I already saved, but something, and maybe it will after a time. I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not really a big widget person, but I'll right. leave it there for a while and see what happens. Yeah. So, okay. um, I was going to, I was going to talk about this is that, um, uh, one of the things Pinterest notes that more than 2 million pinners have added that widget to their home screen, which has helped to keep oh. Pinterest uh, top of mind, increase return visits to the app. So, um, yeah, that makes sense. I, I think you can get it. So, it, you know, uh, one of the questions was like, how can we get like our feet? Like, it'd be cool if like I could somehow push out and on people's phones, my, you know, on their widget, my content would show up. Um, but mm. I just don't, one of the things for me, I didn't install it. One, I don't need to be on Pinterest more. <laughs> Two, I don't need to be distracted by my phone anymore. I mean, really. And then uh, Lorena says this. She goes, um, which has exploded as searches on Pinterest, which is probably why they did it, but it was a short-term trend. People don't care as much anymore. I, I mean, I know that, yeah. like they said, 2 million pinners did it, and they... Pinterest was a genius because they timed it at the same time this widget, all the rollout happened with the new layout on the iPhone. I don't know if long-term if it will be a, a thing or not. So what are your thoughts, Elisa? I mean, I probably, I don't know if I'll keep it or not because it is, like, I can't change it from just a, a board. Right. I don't know. Um, and I don't know. I'm just not a widget person, so I'm probably not the one to ask. Yeah, I just, I mean, I could see my kids do it. They could, I mean, my daughter would, she has quotes boards and Harry Potter things. Oh, and no, she would love cool. to have that show up on her phone and yeah. be different every time. So I can see it for, in fact, the demographics we were just talking about. So that would yeah. probably play Ryan into that. And us cool old fuddy-duddies were like, get off my phone. <laughs> you know, That's right. so That's right. anyway, but something that is not old and something you guys want to make sure you check out. This show is sponsored by Ecamm, and it's also powered by Restream. You know, what goes better together than peanut butter and jelly, bacon and eggs, or even Grace and Jeff on this show? It's Restream and Ecamm, and we're actually producing this show on Ecamm and streaming it everywhere with Restream. So make sure you check both of them out. You can check out Ecamm at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. That's E-C-A-M-M. -M. And you can also check out Restream by going to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Restream. That's what makes this show happen. It's amazing. They're both amazing. So make sure you check them out. So Grace, something kind of cool that Pinterest did. Let's talk yeah, about this, this real quick. this is really cool. Absolutely. So on Monday, it was International Women's Day. So in support of this, Pinterest uh, launched a shop that exclusively features women-founded small business and features hundreds of products, all designed, all made, all imagined by women. And in addition to this, they also, for the month of March, have created an International Women's Day Fund, which will match donations from employees to nonprofits, helping women succeed, such as the National Domestic Workers Alliance and then the Global Fund for Women. So that is something really cool that I wanted to give Pinterest a shout out about. Um, and also part of this announcement, they said in this time of 
Pinterest also announced that in this type of crisis, women are also turning to Pinterest to find inspiration on how to navigate changes. Searches for women supporting women increased by 2x. Searches for small business plan increased by 50 times. And searches for start a new business from home increased four times. And then boards created by women for dream jobs have also increased by 10x as they're looking to find new jobs, start new businesses, shift careers. Um, obviously, this past year has made all of us have to shift our priorities, shift our ideas. And I think things are opening up as far as possibilities. So um, we also have a ton of friends in this industry who have been developing and promoting this type of content, the content that um, helps you grow a business, helps you launch something. I know our, our friend Ian Anderson Gray has a whole course on how to be confident on live video. So just, and then you know, we have several other people have created courses, created plans. Is this time the time to promote these type of businesses on Pinterest? Um, you know, maybe if you have a confidence webinar or a business course, uh, does it make sense to be using Pinterest to do this? And how do you do that? Yeah, a lot of absolutely. A lot of questions. <laughs> you are, Sorry. you are. Lots of questions. Uh, so yeah, it makes sense. Um, I'm so happy to see this particular report because very often the numbers that you see focus on like what you think of as core Pinteresty topics like fashion and home decor and all kinds of seasonal events. But to see this kind of data is really helpful. So. So yeah, if you are a content creator, a blogger, a course creator, this is your time. And look at those search terms um, and, and choose the ones that you want to go after that make sense for your content. But absolutely, the the need is out there, the desire is out there, and people are really looking for something different, something inspiring that they haven't seen before. So if you're not doing it, uh, do it. Awesome. So I wanted to bring up this comment uh, that Grace just shot to me in the comments here. She It's from Sean Brown, and it's kind of uh, applicable to this. He goes, what is the best way for education consultants to connect with the Pinterest community? I want to sell, but I don't want to come off as a salesman. And so we just talked about, you know, you know, doing the search and, and maybe putting your webinar or whatever out there. So how do you do that without being like salesy on Pinterest? I think it's fine to be salesy on Pinterest. I mean, there are lots of products that you can buy or save to buy later on Pinterest. So I I think you might want to just think of it as taking a couple different approaches. So yeah, make it make your product available. Um, when it comes to your content, always, always, and it not, doesn't matter what platform you're on, always think about the per, your audience and what they need. What problem are you solving for them? Where are they going to be after they get your amazing product or service? And really highlight that in your content. And I don't think, I don't know, you can be too salesy, but but people do use Pinterest to buy things. So don't be too, don't be shy about that. Those are great points. And speaking of selling, uh, there's some new things in our next section. We're going to be talking about shopping on Pinterest. So um, mm -hmm. this is kind of what's to come. At the Pinterest Partner and Advertiser Summit event, they mentioned mm -hmm. a third priority for 2021, and that was bringing more shopping to Pinterest. So according to John Kaplan, Pinterest global head of sales, he said, we have a vision for a better, more fun online shopping experience, and we're just getting started. This year, we'll see even a better shopping experience on Pinterest for both merchants 
and pinners. In 2021, expect Pinterest to introduce new shopping surface areas on its platform and keep investing in catalog management tools, automated bidding, and budgeting solutions. And so they're also supposed to be rolling out better analytics and enhanced conversion analysis dashboard for managed advertisers to get kind of a sense of Pinterest cross-channel impact on conversions. So... Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, users can't really make purchases directly on Pinterest like Facebook is doing, you know, or Facebook and Instagram shops. Do you think that shopping directly on Pinterest is something that's coming uh, later for Pinterest on kind of on the horizon? I I don't know. Um, all <laughs> I can good. say is I all I can say is what they've said, which is what they're investing in are shopping surface areas right which does not require direct buy right it just requires surfacing shoppable products and they're spending time and money working on catalog management tools automatic bidding budgeting solutions they're building in the analytics um so it and like for example the the shopify integration that's something that you can set up inside of your pinterest account so what it what it sounds like is they are making it so whatever like the platform that you're on as far as your store goes will integrate with pinterest and their shopping surfaces Uh, another example would be product tagging on pins Um, to me that's a way to make shopping more interesting um, and more engaging is when you see a room and then you see the dots on it where you can go and buy the individual products like that's what that's what we can see for ourselves they're building, um, whether they're going to go back to something like a buyable pin, which they did for a while mm-hmm. or not. I, like, I don't know, but we can kind of see where, where they're headed right now. Yeah. So, um, do you, so we, you and I have talked a lot about this online and we're seeing, you know, uh, Pinterest, I think looks a lot at Instagram to see how, you know, what they're doing shopping wise. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think video came after they saw some of the other networks and the success they were doing on video. Um, so like, so you mentioned surface and they mentioned in that press release that mm-hmm. they're going to, what does that mean? Like they're going to surface stuff. Does that just mean they're going to serve up more shoppable pins or what does that mean in that, that press release? Yeah, I think that the perfect example is, again, those product tags. So a shopping surface area where they are kind of highlighting things you can actually buy by by putting a link on it from images. So that can happen automatically. You can do it yourself. There are also um, product pins that will allow you to create like a collection with that photo that you have. So just creating more ways um, that encourage people to buy and what I'm seeing for those is that when Pinterest does it themselves, it seems to be um, all verified merchants. So that's a process you go through after you set up your product feed, and then you can apply for a verified merchant status that will get you on more of those shopping surfaces, which I think they said something like in the last several months, the activity on those shopping surfaces has grown like 80% or something. It's it's crazy yeah. high, and I'm sure they'll, they'll be finding more ways to, to take advantage of that. So let's just put on your, you put on your, your like prediction hat and open your crystal ball. I know it's right on the side of your desk. You can just pick it up. But um, what would you say in uh, what, what shopping will look like in the start of 2022? What do you think will change between now and then? Um, I, I would guess that it will be easier for more people to, to hook up their stores to these product feeds. Uh, right now it can be a little bit challenging if you're not on Shopify, but um, I 
I would guess that they're going to, they're going to make it easier for everybody. Yeah, we always get that question because it hasn't come to a lot of uh, places yet. And so Sally, who I know is in the UK, she has the Shopify integration is in the USA and Canada mm. right now. So yeah. I know there's a lot of UK users who are really wishing they could have that because it is really nice integration, uh, makes it really easy with your shop. And that's why I don't think, you know, one of the questions we asked earlier was like, are they going to have it so you can shop directly on Pinterest? That opens a lot of headaches for Pinterest. Opening it up yeah. for third parties to be able to use their platforms or if you have a WooCommerce site that they, you can just use mm -hmm. yours. That way Pinterest can still sell ads and make money that way and do all that kind of stuff. But it, it, they don't have to worry about the headache of getting all the, you know, receiving money, doing returns, you know, processing payments, all that stuff. It can happen on, on these other people. So I have a feeling if they, they'll do that as long as possible or until, it, you know, they figure out a way to make money easily with it. So that's just me. <laughs> so this has been a great show. You guys have asked some great questions, a lot of comments today, even over on, we had a bunch of people who are watching over on Amazon Live. Hello to all you guys. But yeah. before we wrap things up, I want to give Elisa a chance to uh, talk about where people can find out her, uh, what she does at Tailwind, you know, the, the things coming up. So Elisa, the floor is now yours. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I guess my encouragement would be if you're curious about how to make creating new images on for Pinterest easier, go to tailandapp.com forward slash create. Um, you can get a trial of, of Tailwind with no credit card required, which is 100 scheduled pins or 30 scheduled Instagram posts. But the really cool part about that is that you will get 15 images you can make with Tailwind Create for free every month forever. Yes. <laughs> so go, go do it. It's really, I mean, I'm biased, I know, but it's really fun to put in your URL, let, let the program pull up pictures from your website or add your own pictures and then hit that button. And it's like a magic happens. You just see this endless stream of really cool pins that you can just tweak a little bit, um, maybe change the text if you want to, and then schedule. Oh, yeah. Sally thinks it's cool. Yeah, Sally. Sally. Thank so, um, yeah, so make sure you guys go follow Elisa everywhere. Uh, you can find her all across the socials on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, she does some great trainings over on Tailwind's Facebook page. I show up there sometimes too because I just leave the door open and I can walk right in. But make sure you go check it out because she does share a lot of great content no over there. Uh, yeah, there's no bouncers. They, they're going to fix that, I'm sure. Um, but anyway, also my uh, pal Grace, Grace, What's going on with you? Where can people find out more about the awesome Grace Duffy? Well, you can find me here every week hosting the show with the <laughs> awesome Jeff C. Uh, you know, if you want to find out more about Restream, check out our YouTube, Facebook, and our LinkedIn. We produce um, a whole slew of content every single day on how to use the tool, how to create awesome live videos, how to market your live videos, everything you need. So check us out there. If you can find me, if you want to look, find me, you can find me on LinkedIn. So that's where I've been trying to ramp up my efforts uh, to meet people. And I've already made a lot of connections with a lot of our audience members there. So that's a good place to find me. Um, and then of course, Jeff, tell us what, uh, tell us the other 
thing we have going yeah, so, on. This by is the just way, a live show. Yeah, this is also a podcast. And so we would love it if you guys would go and follow us and leave a rating and review. You can find us at socialmedianewslive.com. And we've made it super simple that you can follow us on all your favorite podcast players. And we would love for you guys to do that so we can get the show out to more people. Our next show, by the way, is on Friday, March 19th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, uh, 10 a.m. Central. I don't know why I read that that way, but I did. So, but I was very ex- ex- exciting next week. This is why I'm, I'm so excited. Um, our special guest is going to be Mark Schaefer, and we're going to be talking about his new book, The Cumulative Advantage, How to Build Momentum for Your Ideas, Business, and Life Against All Odds. It's an incredible book. I read it in like a weekend. I know Elise is a big friend, uh, fan. She usually gets mentioned in his books. I don't know how she does that, but she does. But um, you can also find all of us at Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, Amazon Live. Thanks, Elisa, for being here today. Thank you for for the audience uh this is so great sally thank you so much said thanks uh, really useful as always uh and sophia says i love tailwind create too you guys are awesome we will see you next week with mark schaefer see you guys later bye everybody social media news live